Here we are. Yep. All right. <laughs> Took a week break, but it was my fault. I was feeling a little under the weather, but we're back. That's we're fine. Back. It's kind of like sometimes you just need a break. I wasn't really complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, we can wait. <laughs> Yeah, like why do it halfway? Let's just take a break and come back better than ever. So we have a really fun show today. We're going to have a lot of laughs because we're here to talk about things that we see across the internet. And either we just love it and can't get enough of it, or we're just like, this needs to go away forever. (laughs) So we want to share our, because we had a lot of fun going through these. So we want to share this with you all and see if you agree with us on Well, we're calling Love It or Over It. So let's get going, shall we? Yes. So glad to have you back this week. So you're doing a lot better, I see. Yes, yes. My kids were all sick and they passed it on to me, but luckily it was nothing other than a cold. So good. Good to go. Yes, they're like little petri dishes walking. (laughs) They really are. I was just looking at all of them one by one. I'm like, oh brother, how am I gonna avoid this? Yeah, I don't know how you did as long as long as you did, but I'm glad glad you're feeling a lot better, and Thank I'm you. glad you didn't have to deal with the dreaded, you know what, that mm-hmm. it was just a cold. So, um, and this week, I mean, it had to make you feel better. The best news ever: Yellowstone yeah. is coming out with the fourth season. <laughs> and I have it's this is hilarious because when we were last on this show, it was gay, I think, that brought it up, and we were yeah. talking about Yellowstone. Well, since then. We've binged watched it and completed it. So it's an amazing show. It's amazing. <laughs> it is. And you can't stop watching it. But yeah, June, I think in June. So anyway, we, we can all hold our breath till then. Um, yes. Anyway. All right. I guess I should welcome everybody. We're <laughs> we're here at Marketing Mix, in case you didn't know. Um, every week, Sarah and I like to highlight different marketing trends. And the mix comes in because we like to mix it up. We may have some Q&As. We may cover some trends. We may compare some things. Or we might just have a little fun like we're going to today. Yes. Talking about just things that we see on the Internet um, and kind of share our feelings about it. So let's look at our broadcast real quick. You got it. All right. Don't forget, every week we go live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And you can catch the replay on Instagram and LinkedIn. And we'd love for you to start subscribing to our podcast, Marking in a Mic. We're so proud of it. And it's just something great to listen to in the car or working from home. So just make sure you do that. And, of course, subscribe to yes. our YouTube channel. Another one that we're proud of. But all this is really just resources for everyone to use, tips. All that. That's what we're about. So free, <laughs> free, 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 free. Um, yeah. I, I already see Roxy. She's the first one in this morning. Roxy Kelly. Good morning, Roxy. Good morning. Um, it looks like we do have some other early birds, but we can't see you unless you comment. So um, yes. that was a comment so that we can say hi to you. So 
That's right. Tell us that. Tell us you're here. We want to know. We want to know. Yes. So, so um, this is really funny because we've talked about this. We we had such a long list. We had to like cut it down, which was quite hilarious. But, you know, we all the Internet's a big, big world and we all come across stuff that either, you know, we just think this is awesome. What a great trend. Or we're just like we're done seeing this. So. We want to get through it, and we really want to hear if you agree or don't agree with us. So let's jump right in on our number one pick, shall we? Yes. So let me get this right. We're either going to love it. Yes. Or we're, we are just over it. Over it. Yes. Okay. So we want to know what you think. I also see Alan and Harry joining in this morning. So let us know what you think about this. So, all right. The first one. <laughs> Again, we had fun coming up with this list. Love it or over it? The Let's woman jump. yelling cat. Woman yelling at the cat meme. Yeah. <laughs> you All haven't right. seen this one. <laughs> so we have to. I'm over it. Way over, over it. it. We're so over it. <laughs> way, way over it. Oh my gosh. Not yeah. funny anymore. <laughs> I, I say, Kelsey said she's over it. Harry's over it. Um, I say that, but it makes me giggle every time I see that stupid cat. I think the cat's funnier than the other, than the lady. Roxy's over it. Um, yeah, you know, everybody fell in love with that. And the origination of it was so weird. I think the lady came from like the housewives of something, one of mm -hmm. those shows. And um, Harry, was it ever funny? <laughs> And then the cat was like some guy's cat that he thought was hilarious mm -hmm. that he was in that position. And then along comes somebody who just put him together. And that's how it all started. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and the memes that have come from this. I'm just like, holy cow. But <laughs> I was like, this has been that funny for me. And then all of a sudden it just went nuts. And they always say like when something goes viral or breaks the internet, it's like everyone is sharing or talking about it. But to me, I'm like, it gets too far. You know, <laughs> I kind of almost feel that way about the Bernie Sanders. Too. <laughs> we had Bernie on our list and we knocked that one off. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, um, Harry's like, she was the first Karen. Yeah, we didn't even cover Karen. We'll have to put that one on the next oh, one. Oh, that's such a good one. We're going to put it on for next one is the Karen. Oh, the Karen. It's really what you say, there's if memes, there's really um, a four-part cycle to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's like four phases. This is like what I can say is that this meme is created and it starts from some sort of like pop culture moment. And then phase two is it like breaks the internet and everybody is sharing it and talking about it and they're, you know, putting their own spin on it. And then there's two more phases. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. It transcends the internet. People start making their t-shirts <laughs> and their own versions. Now the versions are very, some of them were pretty funny. I got to admit that, but people make their own. But then it gets kind of overused and boring and it's kind of like, OK, you guys are stretching us out a little far and then it just kind of needs to go away. So I, that's where I say we're both over it. But here I am kind of giggling at it, thinking about it again. So but I'm still sticking with it over it. Yeah, because it's so stupid. Sometimes those things are so stupid or like, oh, you can't forget it. <laughs> uh, OK, let's move on to one another one. And this is our little marketing we got to put a little marketing spin on stuff, but shoppable posts. 
Can so you we want to know if you, yeah, can you explain what that is first? Yeah, so shoppable posts, we've all seen them, but it's pretty much where you can shop on social media. Yeah. So you see these little online boutiques and there'll be that little circle that's on, you know, the shirt or the whatever, whatever the product is. And you can click on it and go ahead and purchase it straight from that post or it can take you to a link to go to the website and it makes it so seamless and easy. And I mean, that's pretty much why we all love uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram, Amazon was because of the convenience. So shoppable posts, what do we think? Do we love it? <laughs> I love, love, love it. Who doesn't love easy and just clicking? <laughs> I love it because you're right. Well, I'm an Amazon crazy person. That's just all there is to it. And the easier you can make something to purchase, then the more you're going to sell of it. I mean, it's just obvious, especially the more people that are on the Internet, um, which is more and more and more people every day. Um, Yeah, I love it. And the cool thing about these shopping carts, Sarah, is that you can um, populate Facebook, your website, Amazon, different places all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So all your products that used to be, you could just put them on a website. Now they're available all over the place. And it's easy to tag posts and link to the seller's website. And it's just I'm so excited about it. It looks like Kelsey's excited about it. She said, love it, but get bummed when I see a product I love and it doesn't have a link to buy. That's right. Because you get so used to it. Yeah, we get spoiled about it, right? We're like, I see this outfit or I see this product and I want it and I need I need to click on it and get it. <laughs> Roxy said she hasn't used one yet. Roxy, try it. I mean, unless you, unless you want an addiction. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Try it. And yeah, Kelsey said it's spoiling me. Harry said he hasn't used it, but based on the boxes that are on his porch every day, his wife probably loves it. <laughs> Same yeah. here. Same, Harry. That's a good indication. <laughs> Somebody's been shopping. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. There's always those spouses, too, that have to try to beat the Amazon truck or whatever it is truck. <laughs> To try to shuffle it in the house before the spouse comes home. (laughs) I wouldn't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Seeing a lot of new stuff in here. Oh, gosh. Okay. When we get to number three. Sure. All right. Love it or over it. Purpose-driven campaigns. All right. And we'll explain what this is as we get into the love it or over it. Well, I will say that I love it. I'm over it. I don't. And maybe because I have, I'm the tin man and have no emotion, but <laughs> if, you, if you want to make Sarah cry, you're not going to be able to. She's <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> she okay. just over it. Um, all right. So purpose-driven campaigns, basically what happened in 2020 is when COVID hit And all the businesses were struggling and thinking, what the heck are we going to do? People wanted to get real. Okay, we all were stuck at home on the Internet, but they everybody still wanted that real connection. So brands tried to come up with ideas to include people, even though it was on the Internet. Mm -hmm. They would include real people. Um, how, how, maybe how they were using the brand, highlighting them, um, you know, talking about the brand, just people had to get 
on the internet and try to be purposeful and again, real in 2020. So that's basically what we're talking about. You had to invest in the community, invest in people and just talk about the passions of your product. Kind of move from we sell this, 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 this to how can we relay it to normal people and their emotions? Yeah, that was what it was all about, was that we're going to put our focus on the people and the emotions and like what's going on in their lives and kind of find a way to get into that conversation. But to me, I'm like, unless it's done well, it's fake to me. I mean, but I'm not everybody. I fully realize that my husband often tells me like, you know, where's your emotional compass sometimes? My what? (laughs) But I mean, I guess that's the skeptic in me as I always look at it as if you're playing on someone's emotions, you know, I don't know. And I don't need to hear everybody's personal story in order to decide if I want to do something. So that's kind of my take on it is I'm more about like, tell me about the product, like bypass everybody. But that being said, a lot of people really, that's how they want to decide. That's how they decide if they want to do something. They need to feel connection to it or personal, like, oh, you hear me, you know me. And I love that. Um, So, you know, obviously that's a preference thing. It's working very well for companies. (laughs) Well, I'll say um, I follow, we always talk about keto stuff a lot, but I follow a lot of people that um, are experts in that realm. And there's a couple that um, Dr. Barry and his wife, Nisha, they pull it off perfectly because they are real. They're showing you. It just depends on what she feels like doing. She may fix her hair. She may not. She may have makeup on. She may have her um, whatever. I mean, she doesn't care. So she is being real and their connection really helps personalize things. Mm -hmm. So they pull it off to the hilt. And that's one of the great examples. But I'm like you, some of it can come off a little fake if you don't do it right. So I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you got to be authentic with it. So, all right. Next up, Instagram stories. Uh, so <laughs> what do we what do we think? Glenna, love it or over it? Let's put up at the same time. <laughs> okay, I've got to hear why. I need to hear why you're over it. Well. I think maybe this isn't fair of me because I'm more over it on a personal level and then people trying to use it for their business, but they're not doing it right. I guess so. I'm looking at the mechanics, which is kind of weird. Most people don't get on the Instagram for the mechanics of it or the business part of it. Um, But um, I don't want to hear the story of your life. And I also don't want to hear it as it goes on and on and on and on. Story after story after story. The stories are what? 15 seconds? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Make your If you can't make your point in 15 seconds, you shouldn't be on the stupid story. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So does anybody that's watching, do you use Instagram stories? Do you love it? Do you not love it? Do you Are you over it? Think it's useless? Love it? We want to We want to know. I mean, I get you. I get you on that. The the rants, like, yeah. it just continues and continues to continue. And I'm like, well, that's that's the thing. Like that, you got to know how to use Instagram stories, and th- that's the that's the key. I mean, it's such a. It's really becoming one of the top engagement tools. Rob says all stories. <laughs> Rob. Rob is coming from a, another vintage point of hearing us complain about trying to post a story. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of hearing you be all us social media people. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. But see, here's my opinion about it with Instagram stories. When I really got in there and realized all of its capabilities, I'm like, it's kind of genius because there's so much interaction you can do with it. So, and it's becoming one of the most popular things on Instagram. And I mean, cause you could do like polls, you can do, um, all these like this or that, what do you think? And all of it is just getting people to engage. And that's obviously what it's all about. And it's any social media platform, you stay on their page and you're hanging out there. They love it. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I just love it, but I'm with you when I see it, when people are overusing it or they're using it in the wrong way. Well, like, do you care if somebody's going to cut their bangs? <laughs> Yeah, let me do a poll. Should I cut my bangs? Yes or no? But again, that's kind of funny. And we could be talking about two different things, personal and business, you know. Um, So they're kind of two different things. We have Gail joining us today. And Gail's like, don't use them. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, Gail. And they don't stay there. That's the thing. And I get it. I probably sounding really old, but I want to scroll through all of the posts and be able to see them and go back and find one if I need to. And mm-hmm. then the stories are gone. What's the shelf life there? 24 hours, 24 hours, mm-hmm. 24 hours. Um, Kelsey's like, does it get higher priority though than regular posts? It does. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. It, it, it sure does. And um, <laughs> I'll tell you, if you could do it well, you have to do it frequently. Um, but it's, I think that's, what's entices people about it is because it's so short lived. So every day you're like, what do they do? It, it is kind of storytelling in a way, but it's gotta be done well for businesses like making announcements or check this out. And because it's so interactive, that's what everybody wants. They want something they can interact with. So that's kind of that's what's true. I get that part of it. I guess, it, yeah, if I'm thinking business purposes and they're using it correctly, then I could switch my vote. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how to say love. But. You're at the like phase, maybe. <laughs> I need another. Where's You're still my dating Instagram stories? You don't know how you feel. Where's my like thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, this one. This one I love. Okay, number five. I got keep a straight face. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah. can't take it. Okay. Okay. I guess I should vote. We should vote. First well, of all, yeah. there is a accepting a stranger's friend request. Okay. Put this in your mind. Accepting a stranger's, a stranger's friend request and then they immediately start selling to you. How do we feel? Hmm. No, I, I wish I could hold two over it signs. I can just leave it up here. The whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me tell you, people are, especially LinkedIn. Oh my gosh. And a few, and I get them every single day, every day. First of all, first clue is don't friend me and then just try to sell, 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 sell. Okay. So I, sometimes I look and say, okay, well, they know other people that I know. So Mm -hmm. maybe I can trust it a little bit, but they even use that part of it, you know? And as soon as you get on there, then they send you, as soon as you see that message come through, You're like, oh, man, now I have to go back and disconnect from them, I guess you would say. I mean, they may even have the greatest product ever, but I can't even look at it because it just annoys me. Um, Mm -hmm. 
Oh, this is funny. Yeah, this is getting some people going here. Alan like Alan's like, I started blocking Harry. <laughs> Who in their right mind would accept a stranger's friend request? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not my right mind. Um, I, <laughs> if they look interesting. Well, you know what they say, like mutual friends, you know, so they'll say somebody wants this and you have 10 mutual friends. You think, well, that's safe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. And Gail says she's agree. Alan, insta block. <laughs> funny. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I get it. You're passionate about your product. You're passionate about whatever you're selling. You feel like you've got something really good, but like sending a friend request just so you could sell something is just like, not okay. It's not okay on every level. And I just think, you know, if you're enthusiastic about it, uh, you want to make a sale, like whatever, but just like, don't bypass etiquette. (laughs) Like don't bypass just the right thing to do. And also, this drives me big time. When you tag like 800 people, like you know how all of a sudden you see like you were tagged in something, you're like, why was I tagged in this random post? And it's, you go on and see it and it's about something you're selling and then they just sit there and tag everybody they know. And when you add somebody to a group without asking them. Yeah. So it's like, so-and-so just, added you to this group about some random thing. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you my permission? Does that happen to you? Is anybody it's, happened, there? it's happened to me. And I'll have to almost admit that I've probably maybe done that before. <laughs> I almost spit on my coffee. You weren't expecting that. But I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. Um, I'm like, let them quit adding me to all these groups. (laughs) But I think somebody would be interested in it. It's like, oh. Live and learn. Yeah, those drive me. That drives me crazy. I just think, don't do it. It's just gross, gross, gross. Yeah, and Gail's even saying they're doing it to her on her personal Facebook page, too. So I'm like, wow, really? Most of it's my personal LinkedIn where they're getting me. Yeah. It's just tacky. Like, I just feel, you know, like, let's court a little bit. Don't just start selling to me. (laughs) And I don't even know you. (laughs) So anyways, okay. We put that one to bed. Number six. Okay. Using personal pages as business pages. And I'm not knocking on anybody if you're watching, but this is really to help you. And we want to know, how do we feel? If you use your personal page as your business page, how do we feel? Uh So over it. Uh Uh-oh. And right. This is for us to help you. Yeah. All right. The reasons. It's not because you're really doing anything wrong. And I'll tell you what, depending on what um, industry you're in, sometimes personal pages have their place over business pages. If you if you're trying to make that personal connection, so um, we can't totally say that we're over it. But we're talking about if you're running a business um, that you want to consider having a business page. If you're wanting to do these things, so in a business page, it's really cool that you can have multi multi user management. Basically, you can have different roles, different permissions, which we've always talked about. Own your own stuff. Make sure that you are the owner of all your pages. 
Um, and then just add people in if they have to help you as an editor or something yeah. that doesn't have quite the amount of access that you do. So it allows for that multi-user management. Paid ads. If you're wanting to run any kind of pay, pay-per-click or paid ads on social media, you have to do it from a business page. Um, your business page is going to allow you to target Mm-hmm. Different people um, increase the reach and just promote your business overall to the people. And again, how long, many times have we talked about this? Your demographics, yeah, people that buy your stuff can't do that on a personal page. And then insights. Um, you go do all this work and then you're going to be able to look at all the insights. And what insights are is it tells you how well your ads are doing. Yes. Who's looking at it, what the demographic is. Um, so that way you can look at the ones that are doing well and do more of that. Um, so true. It's yeah. such, I mean, really what it comes down to is you're losing out on so many features that can help your business. You can't, you can't tag other businesses as, as well on personal pages. There's a lot of people that you miss. Um, and then on top of that, it's just like, professionalism and credibility. You know, if you want to be taken seriously, you want to present yourself as a business and you need to have a business page because it kind of builds that trust with people like they're legitimate and also just kind of like a privacy and control factor. I mean, you can't control what your friends and family are posting on your personal page. So, you know, they start throwing out stuff or saying, you know, your aunt called and she... (laughs) Whatever it is. And you don't want them looking through all your personal photos and all that kind of stuff. You just never know. Everybody, when they get on a page, they're they're scoping out, you know. So you just plain and simple to me. You're losing out on a lot of features and you just want to look like a legit business. That's the good, that's the good point there. Um, it helps you look like a legit business. Yeah, I know Gail definitely has a Facebook page because I think somebody we know helped her set it up. (laughs) So good morning, Steve. He's joining in. Steve, we're playing love it or over it. Tell us when we talk about these topics, are you guys over it or are you loving it? So anyway, but again, on your business pages, make sure you have stuff on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fill it up correctly. That's a big, big one. Don't just get one to get one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's exactly right. Do it right. All right. We want to hear what you guys think on this one. Love it or over it? Excessive hashtags. Oh, gosh. Glenna, where do we stand on this? <laughs> uh, I, have to put, I have to put this one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Let me show you what we mean. Okay. Just read. Okay. This is a hashtag you can't even read. Do you get the point? So this is how I look at it, Glenna. There's two types of hashtag abusers out there. They are abusers. Here they are. There is the hashtag stringer. The hashtag right here. This is a hashtag you can't even read. They string a bunch of words together and it's, you can't even read it. And it's literally pointless in the hashtag world. And then the other one is like I call the hashtag stuffer. And that is the person that is hashtagging every single word. I can't handle it. It's just uh. so I don't want to rat on it without giving a tip. This is my thing is you need to think about your hashtags as organizing them, organize them 
by like niche. And I look at it as think of it as like a glossary or a table of contents. It mm. helps people find stuff. Yeah. So you, if you're a food blogger, okay, for instance, you might upload a picture of a meal, then start using things like hashtag superfoods, hashtag clean eating, hashtag healthy foods, hashtag keto life or whatever, because this is happens is people go on Instagram, a lot of these social media platforms, and they search by that. So they'll search by like clean eating. And then your food blogger post will pop right up. So (laughs) how do you feel about SEO? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) there's such passion coming from you. You said you didn't have have any. (laughs) Right. You're right. You have hashtag passion. Hashtag passion. So Where don't you? be a hashtag str- stringer and don't be a hashtag stuffer. I feel a video coming on. <laughs> You're right. You're you just you've just got my light bulbs going off in my head. Well, Harry, what's a hashtag? Oh, Harry, <laughs> Harry, Harry. He says hashtag over hashtag it. Yeah, good one, Kelsey. Hashtags must be relevant. No. Hashtag stuffing is a no. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's what the people say. Let's see. But you can use them. Yeah. In the correct way. Make them short and sweet. Let's not string them out like this crazy one that we came up with. That you came up with. That's hilarious. Limit the amount that you use. You need to be relevant is exactly what Kelsey was saying. Um, It has to be relevant to your business. There's not really a rule of thumb on Instagram. We say that. seem to change it every day. Um, Just make it niche and relevant. And also, kind of a new thing is that you can do location-based. (laughs) Location-based hashtags. (laughs) With some marbles in your mouth, Glenna. Put your location in there. So, um Again, searching, everything's printed into a search engine almost. So there are good ways to use them. Yeah, that's the takeaway is you need to realize that hashtags are becoming a, a way to search for a lot of users out there. So that's why you want to really be strategic with them. Um, and don't use the same group of hashtags every single time or these types of hashtags because Actually, the social media platforms look at it as spammy and that they'll start disregarding your post because it doesn't look authentic. So, yeah. Yep. All right. We're going to round it out with our number eight. And we want to see what you think about this live streaming. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. Let me get my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Love, love, love. Turn into a heart. Love. I think it's pretty obvious since we're, <laughs> since what we're doing today. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, do you guys like to live stream or live videos, or what do you think? Are we fans of all this business? I mean, we were thrown into this live stream world from the pandemic, but we've settled nicely into it. But does yeah. anybody else use it out there? What do you all think? Let me tell you, Harry Slagle. He says he loves it. And he tried to be way before we were even doing it. This is a true story. I was selling jewelry on the side just because I like to have a little something that it's fun. A little on side hustle. Yeah. And he's like, you need to do 
alive. Show me your jewelry. So he tried to convince me way before we even did it. So he was ahead of his time. <laughs> See, Harry, you're so innovative. He's like ahead of his time. Oh, gosh. Okay. So let me tell you why I personally love lives. You can watch it from any location and you can participate from any location. So it just broadens your audience and the people that you can reach. So it's kind of cool. And to me, it's become like kind of a new form of traditional TV because a lot of I mean, there's like late night shows and stuff that they're using this format. The Golden Globes just did this where the Golden Globes had people waiting live just like this to accept their award or talk or whatever. So it's just really nice to be able to make things happen no matter where you are. So I'm a big fan. And another thing, and this is just us, our marketing heads is that you can repurpose it in so many ways, um, which is great. So as soon as the video ends, you can reuse it. You can shorten clips, you can, you know, put it out everywhere. So and here's a little fun fact for you. Social media algorithms are actually trying to encourage live videos. So right now they're encouraging live content to help with the visibility because obviously they do better as a platform if you stay on that platform. So it's actually getting priority. So, yep. 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 Yeah. And, um, it's a golden globe. <laughs> See, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it. <laughs> Here you go. So you were the one watching the golden globe. <laughs> I didn't watch it, but <laughs> we heard. We saw clips. Um, now yeah, I it tanked. By the way, it, he's right about that. It tanked. It got like the worst ratings ever. So <laughs> I'll just leave that there. Well, I'm with Kelsey on this one and you and I, we were going to put this one on here and we said, we'll wait for another time, but I think it's worth mentioning. We hate the lives, the live streaming. She says, I don't want to see someone sitting in their living room, just breathing and staring into the camera, waiting for people to watch them. I hate that too. It's like, okay, going to wait for some people to come on. Let me see. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to wait 20 more minutes to see. Yeah. Who's gonna come. yeah. We're just going to sit here and we'll wait for the numbers to come up, wait for a couple <laughs> more people to come in and, or if they go live and they don't realize they're live and they're sitting there like, <sighs> like, she said, like breathing. <laughs> or they're like, huh, is it live? I'm looking for a button. <laughs> that's our favorite that you don't even know you're live. And Harry and I tell a pretty funny story about that, but we won't. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me make my points on this. You can do so much for your business. Okay. Engage with your audience real time. Like we are today. We're having a lot of fun with it and there's easy stuff to use. StreamYard. That's what we use. It's easy. Now, if you want all the beautiful graphics, you need to see Sarah. <laughs> See, Sarah, you can do it without all these beautiful graphics, and it is very easy, um, but it kind of helps. So there's easy platforms. We'll be glad to show you how to use them if you want to, um, and we speak, again, of StreamYard. All right. Now, as Sarah mentioned a little bit before, social media is giving um, some preference to live streaming, and so if you want to rank higher, um, <laughs> there. Wow. He's like, that one could have really gone bad. Yes, it could have. Um, so you want to use live streams if you want to rank higher. So it helps all over the place. Plus, it's fun. I'd yeah. rather do live than recorded video. 
I hear you. I hear you. So I feel like we should do this again sometime. And I also want people to bring in their own ideas of the things. Oh, LaVon, she said, I hate that I missed the first part of this. <laughs> well, LaVon, sure LaVon's got some things out there that she's seen that she either loves or is over. Oh, I'm sure. Love it or over it, LaVon. You did miss it. But you yeah. can come back and watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Roxy, that's so true. Yep. Be ready. Yep. <laughs> so funny. We have had our experience. We did it once and we weren't going to embarrass ourselves again. So we switched to StreamYard fast. <laughs> Something that's easier to tell you're on. <laughs> yeah, we were sitting there like, are we on? It says we're on. Are we on? <laughs> and then oh. Kelsey's like, Kelsey's texting us, you're live. <laughs> Well, I think you and I have even um, texted each other before saying, um, do you think they know that they're live? <laughs> There's been some certain circumstances. I'm like, they're just sitting there. I don't know if they know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You feel like we need to like not shame them. We need to help them. But I know. All right. Well, this was fun. It was so much fun. And um Again, if there's anything we can do for you guys, please let us know. We love working with um, business people and coming up with ideas. So give us a shout. We'd love to help you. And as always, we appreciate you watching and we'll be back here next Friday at 8 a.m. And until then, have an awesome week. Yes. Thanks for watching. Bye.